0: Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash make your bed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed Podcast, a low key, real talk, daily motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to help you incorporate healthy routines, build momentum, and better your life. Well, good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I've decided to cut right to the chase and talk about all of the strategies that I use to get myself out of survival mode. Bearing in mind that it's typically a combination of these tools and strategies that I use to get out of it. And honestly, it's never the same two times in a row. So I have to kind of trial and error my way out and be really patient with myself in these cycles. And despite sharing all of the tips I use for my personal life, I will be honest and transparent and say that I never, ever do this shit alone. I am constantly using the resources within my community as well. I just feel like we've all been tricked into thinking this is a totally personal process and if we can't do it on our own, we're broken and nobody does anything alone. It all comes back to love and connection and that is both with ourself and the world around us. And that comes through seeking resources from others when we can't find the strength in ourselves. So don't feel bad if that's not happening for you. Okay, I feel pretty good about the speed and consolidation of those disclaimers. Let's do it. So of course, like I said, if I'm in a state of overwhelm and survival mode, I try to cut myself some slack. And the way that I typically go about that is by postponing all non-essentials. I've actually updated my post-it note wall recently with all my to-dos on it, and I have three different sheets of paper. One is my, I gotta do this shit ASAP, right now, let's go. The second is, I gotta do this shit pretty soon, but not necessarily right now. And the third is shit that recurs and comes up over and over, like my laundry and shit like that. And honestly, on my desk, I keep a sheet where I put all the done ones so I have a visual and a dopamine hit of all the stuff I've accomplished, because when the post-it notes are gone, it doesn't necessarily feel better. (laughs) But when I'm in survival mode, fuck my systems, right? I don't really look at the post-it notes. It's too overwhelming to look at the wall, let alone think about the wall. But sometimes the wall is just what I need, you know, a little priority list to remind myself I really don't have that much that's pressing right this second. And on days that I'm in survival mode, if brushing my teeth is the one thing that I need to accomplish for my own mental well-being because I've been cursing myself out in my brain about it, one, I'm more gentle and I tell myself to stop cursing, and then two, I get up and I brush my teeth and that's my to-do for the day. I prioritize the most that I can without burning out, and I try not to overdo any non-essentials. Those are days I'm not going to necessarily floss. And that's okay if we're still on the teeth analogy. And I'd apologize to my dentist, but I don't have one of those. So I'm just going to apologize to all dentists listening to this in general. I do take care of my teeth pretty well, though, because I don't have a dentist and I'm terrified. (laughs) That's not the point. The point is... If you're not driven by fear to do the things like I am, then ideally we're driving ourselves with positive reinforcement so that the essentials that do need to happen, like walking the dog or showing up to work or an appointment, I try to do things that remind me of the dopamine hits that come from accomplishing those tasks, whether that be through pairing it with like a podcast or a music cue that feels good, or watching TV or inviting someone over to help you or just sit with you while you do it, adding dopamine to the unavoidable tasks is a really great reminder that there are ways to do things that are more fun than the standard way we do things. But if even that doesn't drive you, sometimes a good visualization and connection to your body can help. Take like 30 seconds to just visualize the completion of the task and celebrating maybe getting showered with flowers and medals, and feeling really fucking accomplished afterward. By picturing things going really well, I typically don't wanna avoid them as much, and I get excited about it, even if that ending is not in the cards for me. But to be honest, lessening stress by prioritizing what actually truly does need to be done and what is just nice done, but isn't necessarily impeding your situation in this moment, and can be put off just a little longer without anyone being hurt or truly, you know, traumatized by the situation. That to me is the biggest game changer. This is why I spent so much time reminding us to figure out what we actually need in any given moment. Because that's the best way out of this thing, is figuring out just that and just putting our emphasis on that, our whole selves, being fully present in those moments to take them as an opportunity to reconnect and reground and resettle back into our normal state of feeling. And if our new normal has been this chaos and stress, we can unlearn that through prioritizing peace by learning to prioritize what needs to be done and saying fuck it to the rest. Remember, a sink full of dishes means a full belly. When my bed is filled with my papers and my computer and my iPad, That means I had a really full creative day, both escaping reality and creating my own. So that starts with one, reprioritizing what really needs to get done and what can wait. And then two, reframing why we do things, whether that be how we do it or how we think about it or how we show gratitude for it. That part is malleable and adjustable to you. But remembering that these things can be accommodated to where you're at. It's like when I do a workout, some days I show up in full capacity and push myself and feel like the Hulk. I walk around like a beefcake. Other days, I could barely lift my legs, let alone try to do squats with them. And it's not because I worked out too hard the day before, it's just because some days I don't have it in me. Let's be respectful of that reality and reframe how we look at it instead. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at mydbpodcast, or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com.